Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. One plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. It's official, folks. Todd Howard is a corporate shell. He is an absolute liar, absolute garbage of a person for what he's done. I think a lot of us know by now that the reason why he hyped up Starfield was because he was in a merger with Microsoft Xbox. And he wanted his company, his company rode on a lot of things. One, they weren't no longer working with Sony and they needed to do something big, but Todd Howard didn't have anything big. There was nothing great going on. In fact, for many, many years, uh, no game, no actual decent game was produced by Todd Howard since fallout Four. Um, there was Redfall, but that game was dead on arrival. Then there was Fallout 76, which was pretty much a copy and paste job of Fallout 4, where they just copied like assets from the game and then claimed that you'd be able to play with your friends. If you ever played Fallout 76, then you would know that immediately on launch, there were tons of glitches and bugs. They didn't even care enough to make the game playable whenever it first came out and because modders couldn't get into the game 
they couldn't fix the problems or the bugs or the glitches. And some of those bugs and glitches lasted for years. Some of them still exist today. I remember when I first played Fallout 76, I uh, had just gotten away from Fallout 4, literally. I was taking a break from Fallout 4, and I was like, okay, wow, this is going to be a massive world. He claimed that it was going to be eight, the map was going to be eight times bigger than Fallout 4. So I come into the world, and I find myself in a place where there's nothing. There's no, <laughs> no people the whole thing was I was just supposed to collect tape and garbage and everything. There was hardly no animals or creatures in it either. The game had roughly about 10 monsters at the most in the supposed giant map that it has. A lot like Starfield, you visit a planet, and apparently planets are only able to produce four types of flowers and four types of creatures on a majority of them well that's exactly the state that fallout 76 was in uh, the same could be said about fallout 4 but fallout 4 had a little bit of a story to it. it had a little bit of a motivation save your kidnapped son you're basically getting vengeance for the death of your wife unless you were a modder like myself or downloaded mods then you could save your wife and have her as a companion and you could run around a world and it always felt like something was new and different. Uh, you didn't ever feel like you were running through a copy and paste environment as where Fallout 76 felt totally copyrighted. Not copyrighted, but copy and pasted. It was <laughs> boring as shit. And to make matters worse, this asshole right here actually thought it would be a good idea to make a video game that doesn't have any NPCs in it. That's right. So there's no story, there's no nothing, you just get released from a vault, and you're in an absolutely empty world where there's nobody in it. And I guess he figured, because people would be able to run around with each other, they would enjoy just collecting tape all day and listening to each other on a scratchy mic and all that kind of shit, I don't know. I don't know what was going through this fucking man's head. What's weird is... Todd Howard and Bethesda had the ability to go back and look at why it was Morrowind was successful, why it was Fallout 3 and Vegas and Skyrim were such big games and to people, why they meant so much. Did they actually think that Skyrim would have been interesting if they didn't put the NPCs in the game? Did they actually think a game like Skyrim would have been interesting if all you did all day was fucking collect tape and build a settlement for dead settlers that don't exist to have no goals or any kind of quest whatsoever? This is, does he actually think that whenever he looks back on Skyrim? Oblivion, another game where you felt like you were really, really immersed into a story. These were games where, even though they were ugly, they were revolutionary during the time they came out. During the time they came out, you just felt like you were in an entirely different world. Like, it was a world that was real. It was good. You actually felt like you had a goal. But Bethesda also had a lot of problems, too, because the idea that they sold to the community was these were supposed to be immersive games. But as they later continued, it became more and more about copy-paste 
worlds and areas together that look exactly the same. You could see the same rock formations, the same clutter of trees, the same shit. And either there was no NPCs and things were absolutely barren, or they started bringing in NPCs and these were just long-winded people just to give the illusion that something was going on when it actually wasn't. I remember thinking to myself, they're not going to blow this, are they? Are they going to ruin their entire reputation? Because Bethesda was built upon games like Morrowind. It was built on Elder Scrolls. It was built on the Fallout franchise. And now it feels like what happened to Star Wars and Indiana Jones and all this shit where things just got put out just for money and just for the purpose of a corporation getting bigger. And you can tell that there's a lot of culture elements in Starfield that were not in prior games, as though they had a political agenda or that they were being paid to make sure that they confront all the bullshit that you go through. And a lot of gamers got mad about this. Like, a lot of people are accusing Starfield of being woke. And it is. The moment you get into the game, you've got the independent, strong woman who talks down to men as though they're dumb and that they wouldn't be able to do their fucking job unless they had a woman standing over them yelling at them. And of course, she was Asian. Had to be that. Then they go on to basically throwing you into this thing where it just feels like it's all rushed together. Um, you're doing pronouns in this game. Everybody looks Asian. Everybody looks uh, has the whole diversity thing. Just really, it's so thrown into your face. It's impossible to miss it. It's impossible for you to walk through Atlantis and not say that that's not the case. Every leader in the game is some woman who is talking down to you or trashing you or whatever. This is, unfortunately, the woke's interpretation of what a woman is. Women are not pretty anymore. They're not feminine. They're not um, nurture, nurturing. Now they're, women are mean-ass corporate men, according to the woke people. And also... Everybody's got fucking pink and green and purple type hair and all that shit. For whatever reason, everybody looks like goblins and shit. Have you noticed that? When you're playing the video game, everybody's fucking staring at you. Why is that? What was the designer thinking whenever he said to himself, you know, all these people have dead eyes. Let's have them all stare at the guy who got off the ship as though you're important. See, the thing about Elder Scrolls and Fallout is nobody knows who you are. Nobody has any reason to talk to you while you're going through Atlantis. You're supposed to be a nobody, a no-name, who builds himself up to his skills and accomplishments before he's noticed. But right off the bat, the game wants you to think all this. Even the quests themselves are copied and pasted, like go get the artifact. They all look the same. There's like 20-something artifacts, and it all does the same thing. You run through a point of interest, you find the artifact, you bring it back, back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, they start telling you to do another copy-and-paste scenario where you're going to temples over and over and over and over. 
and you got to jump through a bunch of hoops, literally, that are supposed to be stars. I really, I guess the thing that really got me hyped up is that I knew that Bethesda was on their last leg. I knew that they had taken so long to produce anything worth the shit that this had to be their big baby or Bethesda was over, that it was the end of it. And Bethesda probably realized that too. They screwed up with Fallout 76. They released games in the past that had tons of glitches that made their games unplayable and broken, but it was the modders who came along and actually added more content, actually cleaned it up, balanced out the game, made the combat feel better, added more animals and creatures is literally a modern nexus that adds over a thousand different animals and creatures into the world of fallout 4 into the commonwealth you can go places and see squirrels on trees you'll see birds flying around you'll besides the fake ass play-doh crows or ravens that they put in the original game one thing about Fallout 4 and Elder Scrolls that Starfield doesn't have, which many of you may not have noticed, is that when you go into Elder Scrolls, you're going to be talking to elves. You're going to be talking to creatures that are totally unique. You're going to be talking to cat people and shit. In Starfield, there is no other kind of race. It's all humans. There's a couple ugly, badly generated, pre-generated creatures that are on worlds and shit, but that's it. There was no love put into it, and it's one of the reasons why a lot of people are saying the game has no soul. It doesn't. And what's really sad is I wanted it to. I figured Bethesda wants to impress the shit out of Microsoft. It wants to sell the game. Well, Todd Howard succeeded at selling an unbelievable amount of games, but the only reason why the game sold so well and is considered, you know, high in the ratings of a bought game is because we all figured that Todd Howard was going to get it right this time, so we trusted him and we bought it. He came out on stage several times and he talked about how great this game is going to be, that it's going to totally blow Skyrim and fall out of the water, that it's going to be immersive and you're going to be able to explore. How the fuck does he know that we're going to be exploring anything if everything is pre-generated? That shit doesn't just magically pre-generate itself. It has to be programmed to do that. And what it's doing is it's simply taking a planet and then copy and pasting different color textures into the environment. It's the same world, just different colors. That's not, that's not change. So what? Now the bush is purple instead of green, like it normally should be. There's, there's nothing going on. You don't feel as though, how do I put this? Why would you create a game about space where you don't even spend time in space unless you're like having a like a stupid ass conversation with some person you've hailed, which is usually a character that is wanting something from you or they're warning you that there's a ship battle coming up. And that's really all that space involves in this game is shooting other fucking um, ships. That's it. There's no exploration of space. 
you go down on a planet, you are met with a copy and paste deal. And then on top of it, the game does something really, really stupid that they shouldn't have. See, Bethesda could have got away with a bunch of bullshit for a long time hadn't they ruined the illusion for you. Do you remember when you're playing Fallout and Skyrim and you're going forward and you have absolutely no idea what is going to be ahead of you? If you run 500 miles or you run for about five minutes, you don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know if you're going to run into a structure or a cave or something like that. You find it on your own. That's the whole point of exploring is you find shit on your own. In Starfield, the moment you land, supposedly your scanner tells you that there's a structure off in the distance, that there's a cave, that there's a natural thing. There's a symbol for natural. And you'll have to run a long, long fucking distance. Have you guys heard their excuse on why it is they think that you should run through a pre-generated world 500 miles? You're in the future, ladies and gentlemen. This is hundreds of years in the future, but they don't believe in rovers. They don't believe in transportation or driving anything. Your guy is just going to get out of He's going to land as far away from the fucking objects as possible and then run you to the point where they know that you just have a little bit enough weight to be able to carry some items and shit. And it's all the same kind of items. That's what's fucking amazing to me, ladies and gentlemen. No matter where I go, I have no innovation or initiative on why I should op unlock a fucking box or why I should go into a door. I know damn well there ain't nothing going to be on the other side. I know damn well that if I continue to run, I'm already going to know exactly what's off in the distance because the fucking game is telling me before I even get there. It's just telling me that in order to get to a copy and paste point of interest, that is basically another copy paste of point of interest. I got to keep running and running and running. And I get there and there will be nothing new, nothing. I can't believe how limited the shipbuilding is, too. They basically tell you, oh, yeah, you can only do this kind of shit and everything, and you got to have this many points. See, when you played Skyrim and Fallout, you felt as though it made sense, as though it flowed. When you were putting your skill points in, you could imagine to yourself that you're getting stronger and stronger. But this game is telling you that in order to be able to have more crew members, you have to fill up an entire persuasion thing. Really? In order for me to have more crew members, I have to be a fucking master of talking and socializing? Seriously? See, Fallout allowed you to say, at the very beginning of the game, you got to put points in where you thought that you would be most effective. But this was a cookie cutter type of skill tree that they had in Spacefield. So now our Starfield and you can't, you have to basically put points in the shit that you don't want to do. If you put enough in Charisma, then you'll be put in that in Fallout 76, Fallout 4, Skyrim, Oblivion, Morrowind, all these games are like that. Even Elder Scrolls Online didn't make the stupid fucking mistake of doing that. It should be the more I use a certain gun, the more I skill up in that shit. 
Not that I have to actually choose the option and then my character will suddenly start doing something. Why is it that outpost uh, settings are way at the bottom of the skill tree? That doesn't make any sense. Why would I need to have points in outposts whenever you know that you've got other people who are going to be staying there the whole time while you're running off doing quests? The crafting system's fucking horrible, too. I feel like, I don't know how many of you ever played like The Sims before, but The Sims was a game where it got good and then it got better when it did Sims 2 and then Sims 3, it came to its climax. Like World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft had their first one, then they had their Burning Crusade and then they had their Lich King and it was like, bam, this is great. And then suddenly the companies became greedy and they put a Sims 4 out, and they removed tons of features, and it was no longer an open world anymore, and lots of things were fucking missing. Everything. And it felt lifeless without a soul, and the reason why is because the game was designed specifically to sell. And the company made an agreement that we're going to send out a stripped, broken game, and then later we'll sell expansion packs and DLCs and shit. They basically strip the game and tell you that in order to be able to have the complete game, you're going to have to spend 50 to 30 more fucking dollars in order to add stuff that should have already been in that was already priorly in the other games. You see what I'm saying? It's a fucking joke. It's a shill. And Bethesda has finally sold their soul. They said, we're not going to make exploration games anymore. We're just going to do a copy-paste Minecraft type of deal. And if people want more, then they'll just have to wait on us to get off our lazy asses and create a modding service so people can get in there and fucking make the game more interesting. That's what they're banking on. But I think the original idea was, how can we sell this product and save Xbox, because Xbox was competing against PS5. And they're also going against the Steam Deck and all kinds of shit in the Steam console. So they had to do something big. They were putting all their eggs in one basket because they said, we're no longer working with Sony anymore. We're going to go straight up Microsoft. So we got to go big. So what have they done? They decide to tell you, oh yeah, we've got all kinds of games that we're making. We got Elder Scrolls coming. We got a Fallout 5 coming. All this shit. But it'll be years down the road. I'm almost 50 years old, people. I don't want to wait fuck five years. And besides, I already know that even if they d weren't lying and they decide to put those games out, it'll take forever for modders to be able to get around to getting into that shit. Starfield was supposed to be my baby. It was supposed to be the game that I, the final game that I bought. That I could just go and have a really, really good time and kind of immerse and live myself in a game. I've been saying that over and over before the game released. But I had no idea that they were going to fuck people so hard. That they basically said, let's send a stripped out game that is, you just talk to a long-winded person, go to another long-winded person, and that's the quest. And it would be a succession of redundant, repetitive, radiant quests. Go do this, come back. Go do this, come back. 
apparently in the future you don't have the ability to just simply get on your ship that is a technological masterpiece and just simply click a button in your ship to find quests in the area <laughs> and apparently when you're walking through cities everybody in the world knows you because for some reason the guards when they see you they tell you about everything that's wrong with the city and you're expected to fix it and when i say broken and needs fixing i'm talking about quests like go get me some coffee uh, go uh, go talk to the parents go click some switches in the well this kind of shit oh god what a what a horrible thing across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like updating turbines at one of our indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the gulf of mexico it's and not or See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's so weird because Todd Howard has been around for years and so has Bethesda. And they could have just easily went back and looked at what, what it was about Skyrim that was magical for people. They could have looked at Morrowind, Fallout, and said, this is what people want. This is what people like. Have you noticed, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the last thing i got to say about it, I've already done a pretty extensive um, criticism of Starfield in a prior video. But have you noticed that Bethesda's laid off a lot of people? Or supposedly these people left after Starfield was created. They retired. Of course they retired. They made a huge amount of money. And on top of that, some of them actually were disappointed and sad because Todd Howard manufactured or basically pre-generated lies to the public so he could sell a game to save Xbox. And they had no plans of actually ever releasing a game that was good. The biggest lie they told was this game has been worked on for 25 years. Really? 25 years? This is 25 years of work? Are you kidding me? The house is basically, I don't know if many of you know this, but if you're playing Fallout 4, there's a mod that you can get where it gives the appearance that you're in a helicopter and then you're ported somewhere but the helicopter doesn't actually go anywhere. It gives the appearance that you can look out a window and that you can look out a hole, but it's not actually doing anything. It's teleporting you to another fucking box, basically, another part of the graph. It's an illusion. It gives you the idea that you're somewhere that you're not. And that's what they've done. They basically, the game is load screen after load screen and the animation illusions it gives you the idea that you're actually going up and going down and shit when you're not all right that's that i'm really disgusted with this and i one of the other things to, one last thing i want to say before i shut this down 
It's been over a month and a half now since Starfield was released. They claimed that they were going to do some quality of life changes to the game. And one of those quality of life changes was a fucking eat button, ladies and gentlemen. It's where you don't have to put a bunch of bullshit in your inventory and then have to remind yourself to go through all the crap in order to eat some food in the game. There's supposed to be a button where you could eat it right off the damn table. It's been a month and a half and they still haven't put that in. And it makes you think if they are so slow at doing something like that, imagine how fucking horrible it's got to be for anything else. Bethesda's got really shitty writers and they've got people who are apparently not testing the game out before it's released. It's just, it's dead, dead in the water. And I'll never trust Todd Howard again. I'll never trust anything this fucking guy says. He's now become corporate. He doesn't give a fuck about the gamer and the experience. They make people pay $100 to play a copy-paste fucking game. That's robbery. That's theft. It's a scam. 